Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 121. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. It's good. good. Good to see you today. Good to see you too. <laughs> awesome. Thank you to everyone out there listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to continue part two of your Enneagram stress number. And we're talking about this because it has been such a helpful tool for us to realize how messed up my wife is. <laughs> <laughs> no, to realize in my own self how... I have these tendencies, and I, I kind of shared the story. It's like the amusement park. If you like to go for some reason to an amusement park, and you like to ride on a roller coaster and the Ferris wheel and whatever, and let's say usually when you're cruising along in life, you always like to ride the Ferris wheel, but you, when you get stressed out, you're going to start realizing, oh, when I get stressed out, I always like to re- always move toward the roller coaster, I always get on the roller coaster ride. So we all have a stress pattern that we follow, and Enneagram maps that out. Right. Is that pretty good? Yeah. And okay, so let's just say that this is helpful because sometimes, particularly I think in a marriage, like if you become whatever, not fun to be with, mm-hmm. then my immediate thought is he's mad at me about something. Right. And so it's good to have this as a tool because I can see a oh, weight. He's acting this way because he's stressed. It's not that he's acting this way because he's mad at me. Right. So it's really good in relationships to have this as exactly. a tool. And it's, um, it's been helpful for us working with each other and dealing with each other. <laughs> yes. And it's been very helpful for our, dealing with our kids. Yeah, for sure. You can also deal with, um, once you find out, your coworkers. Right. It's so helpful. Even if they yeah. don't know your number. Uh, I know people now, you know, you know people well enough. You're like, oh... I don't know for sure that they are whatever number, but I bet they are because when they get stressed, they move this direction. Right. And they act this way and they have these traits that they usually aren't like. Yes. So that's what I love about the Enneagram. It's such a powerful tool to help you. And it kind of shows you where to get unstuck because maybe in the future we need to do the growth. Right. So this is called um, the stress number that you move to when you're stressed, but there's also a growth number. And so the negative stress can be called disintegration in Enneagram terms. And the growth is integration. Right. So you want to become more and more integrated. That's a goal. Right. But we all have stress. I mean, that's just life. And so, but I feel like this Enneagram has helped me realize, oh, wait, I'm being stressed. I'm, I'm under stress and I'm not handling it well. Right. So that's a good thing. Yes. Okay, so where are we going to start? We're going to start picking on you this time, since the last episode we did with me. There we go. So I am an Enneagram 5, the observer. Um, my attention goes to, this is when just life is going on and normal. Uh, my attention goes to potential intrusion, <laughs> which is deals with energy, because fives are always believing that our fuel tank is always on E. So when you know that feeling when you drive around? And you, your fuel tank's on E. Yes. You know that you're like, uh, uh. That's the way fives feel all the time with our energy. Um, we love to intellectual pursuits and the world of ideas. That's where we live, fives. Yes. 
Okay, so when we get stressed as five, just normal life stress, we withdraw into ourselves, into our thoughts. So it's not that I'm mad. Um, it's not that I am mad with my wife, but when I get stressed, I just I'm not going to use my words. <laughs> I know you just retreat into your head. Yes. So, but when I get more stressed in a negative way, I start to move toward a seven because I become scattered and distracted, which is more of a seven unhealthy seven tendency. I hide from feelings and relationships and multiple ideas, food, drugs, or excessive activity. So I can actually stay busy somewhat doing things that really make no sense to you, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then when I go to the very negative, the bad stress, um, the heart issue, the heart point is deny what really needs effort by putting effort towards something. Um, what does that say? That you're competent. Oh, yeah. Something that I... So I will move away from what I really need to deal with and just move to what feels really good, which is thinking about something, right? Right. Is that what it's saying? Or controlling or blaming others. Right. So that's where that goes to. <laughs> you don't know anything about that, do you? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> so honey, am I stressed very much? Don't answer that. Okay. So <laughs> anything else with the five? Nope. Okay. So the five, when we're stressed, we move to an unhealthy seven. And, an un, uh, and a seven is the, what's another term for that? The seven, Epicure, um, it's the, it's the one who likes to have they're fun. The fun party people. Yeah, they're the fun party, and I can't think of what one of the descriptions are. We'll leave notes there, but um, attention with the seven is, they're very smart, but they go in multiple, um, they always go in multiple different directions. They're always looking for the next interesting thing or next fun thing, and um Sevens have a hard time with anything that's negative. They don't want to deal with the negative things in life. They only want to deal with the fun things. But they're very smart. But they still they come across only as like almost shallow because they just don't want to deal with a negative thing. But a seven, when they're in stress, they move toward one, which they become very perfectionistic tendencies. So when a seven is usually just stressed normally, they become more scattered and frantic moving from one thing to another. And that's the thing with sevens. They're, they're so smart, but they look like they're not because they just they can't focus on something. It's almost like ADHD-like kind of tendency when they're stressed. Um, as they move further into stress, they become more critical and judgmental of others, which is, again, that one perfectionistic tendency. They lose humor. Uh, they become obsessive, irritable, and blame others. So I think blaming others is pretty common with any of these numbers. Right. You kind of start who else is in the picture, but sevens do that, which they don't usually, that's not usually who they are. Um, they overwhelm when they just go to that really bad place. They isolate themselves from the world and their feelings, escape into books or computers. Hmm. They just want to get away yeah. uh, with a seven. So I think we have a child who's a seven oh and he normally enjoys playing with others, but when he is stressed out, he gets really mad and he blames his siblings for things and then he'll sometimes even just like go hide in his bed mm -hmm. just to be away from everybody i think he's either a eight or a seven but he has those same tendencies but now it's like again it's such a helpful thing because he's not taking a test i mean he's six years old <laughs> no how old is he eight? eight eight years old sorry uh he's eight years old that kid um but at least we have a grid for it we, right. we understand it's like oh he's just because he's normally such a happy Go lucky kid, but boy, when he's not happy, he everybody knows it. 
So let's move on to type one. Enneagram number one is the perfectionist. Their attention goes to error and correcting error. So um, they can also be called the reformer because they can bring social reform uh, and change because uh, they're kind of idealistic. But then they can also, in the negative part, be not fun to, to be with, critical, right? So in usual stress, the perfectionist, the, the type one, becomes more critical or judgmental of their selves or others. So that's that's a one tendency. Um, then as they move to a stress point, they actually move toward a four, which is sort of a weird thing to me, but they move, they move to their emotions. They become very m- moody um, in some ways. They turn their anger inward and become distressed or depressed or collapse into shame, which is anger is an issue that that quad or those three deal with that triad of eight, nine, and one. And then, so then it becomes inward and moves to shame, which is pretty interesting, which that's a four. Anyway, that's a two, three, and four it deals with shame more. So they feel indignant. Ing, in, what is that word? Indignant. Good Lord. Indignant uh, that their expectations are not being met. And so then when they're in the super stress, like the overwhelmed place, they become hyperactive or busy and unable to focus. So, that's also kind of, I think, a common thing, too, with right. any of these numbers. You just get busy. That way you don't have to deal with whatever. Right. Which I think is pretty much our society as a whole. <laughs> we just get really busy, do a lot of stuff, so we don't have to deal with our thoughts and emotions and our feelings and all that yucky stuff. <laughs> okay, so that's a one, and then we move to a four. What's the four do? So a normal four is considered the romantic so their attention goes to the longed-for ideal. Um, this is the person that a lot of times we think about is just they think of themselves as being very unique. And um, so they long for uh, the ideal. They're looking for what is missing in the present, and they idealize the future. They have a great intensity and depth in their relationships. Yeah, these are like the artists. Right. They're pretty much a famous musician or artist. Like Van Gogh, always, like, yeah, for yeah. Prince, musician Prince. So just kind of weird and like they like to be weird. Right. Like that's their identity and feeling right. unique. Yeah. And so when they are stressed, just like everyday usual stress, they go into a melancholy place. Um, they're envious about what's lacking in their self and they feel shame. But when they get really stressed, they start to act as a two. And so they feel trapped and they do what others want them to do and can't say no. So they become that more people-pleasing personality. Uh, They try to manipulate others into loving them in order to fill their emptiness. And they deny and repress their own needs and become dependent. So that's some... Unhealthy relationship stuff right there. Right, which is a two, yeah. So then if they are fully overwhelmed and stressed out, they become more critical and judgmental of themselves and of others. And that inner critic in their voice, just that voice gets really loud. In their head, yeah. So yeah, so then they move to that, the unhealthy parts of a two. Right. So, yeah. And that's, again, some of these numbers, obviously I'm only one number, but I've talked to people who are like, yep, that's exactly right. So... That's what I love about the Enneagram. Even though some of this stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't know. That doesn't really mean anything to me. People who it does mean something to are like, oh, yeah, that's where I go. So if you, what's cool, though, if you, if you again, family, coworkers, whoever, you start to learn the Enneagram, you're like, oh, this is where they're going. 
And then you, I won't say you go and save the day, but at least for your own self, you can save your day <laughs> by at least having a grid for why they're blowing up on themselves, you know? <laughs> right. Well, and I think all of us, when we go into stress, it feels like a crisis. So for someone from the outside to say, hey, this is normal for you to be going through this, well, that all of a sudden slams the brakes on the crisis. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So our four, when stressed, acts like a two. Our two is the giver. Um, I've also seen two called the helper. So their attention is typically focused on the needs and wants of others. And when they are stressed just on a usual day-to-day basis, they get busier trying to please others. And they become, you know, they offer more flattery in addition to acts and service. But when they really get stressed, they start to move into the position of an eight. So this is when their giving is not acknowledged. They can become irritable. They can start to attack blame and make demands they become more controlling distrustful and isolated and when they are in full overwhelming stress there's a collapsing into feelings of shame and that they are not good enough they start to feel cut off and abandoned Mm -hmm. so that's the eight that's moving to the unhealthy parts of an eight right all right you ready to go you're doing a great job you don't keep going you want me to read go ahead okay so the type eight is the boss um, this their attention goes to power and control. They always want to control uh, the situation whenever possible, all the time, pretty much. Uh, they always look out for betrayals and issues of fairness. So this, and again, I'm not getting political because I'm pretty much a political atheist on a lot of things, but uh, our president right now, definitely, I would say, uh, unhealthy eight. I'm not talking about his politics, please, whatever. I'm not talking about his policies. I'm talking about him as a person. And so you're going to see what a stressed person looks like in eight. Look at the president of the United States. <laughs> like that's, if you have this grid, you though, I, I can talk about like, oh, this is just what are you that? I mean, it doesn't mean it fixes anything, but if they would realize that, you could help them. Eights usually don't like the Enneagram though. <laughs> that's usually because the, they don't want to, they want to be in control and they don't want to have any weak points. And the Enneagram is all about, this is your blind spot and your weak point. So eights and a couple other numbers don't usually like the Enneagram. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, stress and type. Um, usually an eight, when an eight gets stressed, they get aggressive with other with their opinions. They become angry, angry and blaming. They deny their responsibility. Okay, that's usually... That's just everyday stress. That's just everyday stress. Um, yeah, because eights don't have very good people skills. They have they can be amazingly great leaders, and we'll talk about that in their growth growth number. Um, some of the best leaders ever have been eights in certain situations. Uh, when they move to deeper stress, they withdraw and take action uh, and less take less action in the world. They close down their feelings. They become defeated or depressed. They turn uh, they turn ingre- aggression inward, and they overwhelm when it gets to the extreme stress. Uh, they become overly dependent and emotional. They collapse into shame and worthlessness. So that is when the eight actually moves to a five because they become less connected with the world. And so and when I said the president now, if you look at the president now, he is so isolated himself from everybody and everything. <laughs> you know, it's just like a, again, it's just an observation using the Enneagram. Okay. So that covers all of them, right? 
Yes. Because we're back to five now. We circled all the way back around yeah. to five. So the point in all this is just to help give you a grid. Use the Enneagram to give you a grid so that you learn where you go in stress. And then you can also learn why your spouse is so jacked up. Because <laughs> you realize that, oh, wait, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just moving in my number. And so there's things I can do proactively to help myself and to help my family not hate me. <laughs> yes. So I think this is really helpful, again, just in having that pattern interrupt, like, oh, wait, hey, I'm here. I see this in myself. I must be stressed because a lot of times we're not aware because stress is often a reaction to something. Mm -hmm. So, and often it just kind of like creeps in on us. We're not aware of it. Um, So it's good to have something that it's like the mirror being held up. They're going to be like, oh yeah, we're back in that place. Mm -hmm. So what are the steps? And we've talked in some previous podcasts about things that you do to shift yourself Mm -hmm. to a higher place. Um, Because we talk about like your low self and your high self. And when you're at your high self, you're functioning really well. And you're like the best parts of your Enneagram number. But when you're in your low self, you're shifting to these more more broken places. Um, So and those could be, you know, listening to your favorite music, looking at photographs of people you love, taking a walk. I mean, all of us could list things that make us feel good. Right, right. And again, we're just like scratching, not even the surface, because there's there's like tons of books written about how to help you get through your stress numbers, basically, so that you become a healthier person. Right. So. Awesome. I would love to hear some feedback from you guys on what you think about this. You can connect with us on our Facebook page if you search for The Less Stressed Family. You could also connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com. We're on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Most of all, though, we just want to say thanks for listening. We know that there are lots of things you can be doing with your time, so we appreciate you hanging out with us. Remember, you are valuable, and what you do matters. Blessings. Thank you.